Hi, I'm Sarah Bross, and you're listening to My Network, a podcast about careers and next steps and keeping moving forward. Today, we're going to be talking about defining success. We all know what success looks like, right? You live in a big house in a gated community, you drive a luxury car, big screen TVs, a green lawn, maybe a pool. You can afford to wear the hottest brands, vacation on your yacht off the Mediterranean coast. When the word successful comes to mind, you might think of Hollywood actors and big time CEOs like Bill Gates or Jeff Bezos. But I wonder if that's too narrow a definition of success or maybe too commercial a definition. This is what the world is telling us that success looks like. But what does it look like for you personally? Do you have to be a top entrepreneur or CEO to be successful in your mind? What will it look like when you've made it? When you find satisfaction in who you have become? Maybe it won't involve living in an enviable zip code or having an oceanfront address, but will you still feel like you've won? I'd like to posit that there are many other things that make you successful other than your bank account and your job title and your material possessions. And that the most successful people I know are those who have thought about what would make them happiest and have gone after that. Not to be deterred by what looks good from afar, but focused on what really matters to them. They might be passionate about their work. They might work for a nonprofit, or they might really believe in the product or service of the company that they're working for or be in an industry they love, like scientific research. For example, my podcast guest last week, Ed, absolutely loves automotive and wanted only to work in that industry. When he got to BMW, he stayed for 30 years because he was at the pinnacle of the industry for him. Or another example of success, someone pops to mind is a friend of mine from high school, Pete who identified early on that for him, the greatest luxury would be to spend as much time as he can with his boys. No overnight travel, be home when they're home. So he passed up promotions along the way to achieve that success in his home life. Time to do the things you love with the people you love is definitely a way to measure success. I think there's a balance to be found here and I like to think of it as the time money continuum. Those of us who don't come from a wealthy background always seem to battle the time versus money continuum. If you have a lot of time on your hands, maybe you're not working, you don't have the money to do the things that you want to do. And if you're working a lot and hustling to make the money, you have less free time. Now this eases up as you get more established in your career and you hopefully find something you love to do for work, where work is also meaningful or fun for you. But early on, I can remember recognizing this trade-off and COVID has made this much worse for many people who are out of work or whose salaries have been cut. So they feel like they're working harder than before, but for less money. Also, many times you hustle when you're younger to give you more flexibility when you're older. And I fully support that strategy too. But the reality is that not everyone wants to be a CEO or a CMO or take the big job. And not everyone who does want to will make it to the corner office. If that is your goal, remember to listen to last week's episode with Ed, where we talked about setting yourself up for the bigger jobs by checking the career boxes along the way, defining your path for your career with a trusted mentor or boss who sees potential in you and helps you to gain the experience you need now so that when the bigger jobs become available, you are ready to put your name in the hat for them. 
or if you're hustling on a passion project of your own, it's important to get the right smaller experiences early on that give you the credibility to grow your business when the right opportunities arise later. Now let's get back to defining success for you. What does it look like when you have made it? Here are some questions to ask yourself. What do you want to spend the largest percent of your time doing? And I'm not talking about watching video games on the couch. Everyone wants to relax in their own way and spend time relaxing. That's a given. But what are you willing to do and spend your time doing to help set yourself up for success later? And what priorities are you putting on your time now? How important are material things to your happiness? What is a bar that you would use to measure your own success from a material standpoint? For example, for me, I know that financially, I want to be able to go on overseas vacations with my family annually. My husband is from Germany and we really need to visit his family at least once a year. Also, in the longer term, I'd like to be able to pay for my daughter's college tuition and be able to take her and her friends out to dinner when we visit her wherever she goes to school. She's three, so I have some time to save up for that goal. I also know that I enjoy going to dinners once in a while, and I like to be able to afford some new clothes each season. So I still have some material needs and wants that drive me. But I know that I don't need to buy Gucci or have the latest Tesla in my garage to be happy. I've set specific financial goals for myself, both monthly savings goals and longer term goals, and I encourage you to do that. But those are the basic financial bars that I measure my success by. And as long as I'm meeting those goals, or at least keeping them in sight, I'm staying true to my vision of financial success. Another question to ask yourself, what do you want from a free time perspective? What are your most important hobbies and friend or family commitments? What do you need to make you feel like you've reached your time goals? Maybe it is as simple as having enough time to exercise a few times a week or getting, dare I say it, eight hours of sleep at night? What specific things help you to relax and make you feel like you? Maybe it's work that drives you and you love it. And so, and if that's true, then you can work all you want and that's great. But for most people, you need that balance. What kind of job or career can you strive for that will give you enough money and enough time to do the things that bring you joy? These are big questions that we often talk about in broad strokes but I encourage you to start thinking about it in specifics. How much time do you want to spend each week on your bicycle or your paddleboard and when? How much dedicated time each week will you devote to spending with your kids or your dog or your partner? How many vacation days do you need to accomplish the things that you want to fit into a given year? How much money is it going to cost you to accomplish your specific goals and leave some to set up those needed retirement accounts and all of the boring stuff? Now, obviously, this is a luxury to be thinking like this, and if, you, and if you're able to plan like this, that's great. If you're struggling with COVID concerns right now or just trying to find a job, this can wait till you have your basics set up. But when you do, you need to start thinking about your bigger dreams. What are you striving for that is going to make you look back at your life and be proud of what you accomplished? or maybe make you proud of what you're doing today. Why do you have to wait to the end to look back? My dad once said that these are your productive years from like 25 to 65, some maybe longer than that if they're lucky. These are the years when you're out accomplishing and building and growing your life. 
Your productive years seem like a long time when you're young, but like anything, they start to whiz by. Kids and family make it go even faster. Time is unforgiving because it marches on and once it's gone, you don't get it back. People who work in service industries understand this all too well because they think about time in billable hours. Once a billable hour is wasted, you can't get that money back. And this is probably where the expression time is money comes from. So if you manage service people, you look at time that way. And I'm starting to think that we should all view time that way as a precious resource to spend wisely on things that truly add value to us. I encourage you to take small steps today toward your goals and toward your definition of what success looks like for you. Not what society says, not a music video version of success. Then start to take a few steps along that path, making time for the things that really make you happy and then more time and then more. And working towards a career that will make enough money to meet your financial goals, whatever those specific goals are for you, and be rewarding so you, that you're investing your productive time well. Again, we can't all live in Beverly Hills, and frankly, most of us don't really want to. Most of us have a more personal definition of what success looks like for us. That makes it all the sweeter because it is tailor-fit to your life. Bespoke success, somewhere along the time-money continuum. Thanks for spending time with me today. You can find more information on sarahbrass.com. That's S-A-R-A-B-R-A-A-S.com. See you next time.